So I'm saying, so I'm including the relationship versus religion? Yes. yes. Water? Let's go. Take water. Take four, right? Yes. No, take one. Take, take one. Take one. Take one. Take one. Action. I love pride. We are your hosts, Madeline, Esme, and Serena. Our first episode today will be on Come As You Are. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Okay. So the episode is called Come As You Are, or mm -hmm. the first part of it at least. What does it mean when you guys hear Come mm -hmm. As You Are? What does it mean to you guys? Uh, for me, it's, you know, it's not having to pretend to be someone else, right? Like mm -hmm. it's not, when you're going to God, it's not about putting on a front. It's not about changing mm -hmm. who you are. It's not about, you know, living a certain lifestyle Saturday, but then coming Sunday and doing, and doing a different lifestyle, right? It's about coming to God, all your sin, all your wrong, you know, all the imperfect that you are, mm -hmm. and, you know, believe that he'll fix you. Not because, you know, um, not because you're broken, but fixing you because you're a sinner, right? And as sinners, we, we need God's um, forgiveness. And I think that's where the misconception comes in, where people think that in order to come to God, you need to be righteous. You need to have all these things figured out before you come to God. But I don't think that's it. But there's a verse in the Bible. It's Re Revelation chapter 22, verse 17. I'll read it. Mm -hmm. It says, The spirit and the bride says, Come. And let the one who hears says, Come. Let the one who is thirsty come. And let the one who wishes to take the free gift of water, um, the water of life. And... I feel like that verse kind of emphasizes our topic, come as you are, because I feel like it's really talking about, you don't need to be this, you don't need to be that before you come. But if you're thirsty for God, if you truly just want to have a relationship with God, come. It doesn't matter if you're broken, it doesn't matter if you're struggling with sexual sin, it doesn't matter if you're struggling with um, pride, anger, all these things that are of this world, God just wants you to come as you are because you're thirsty for him, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you mentioned like a word that's so important. I feel like when you say thirsty, mm -hmm. right? When we're thirsty, we go and we drink water. Yeah. When we're hungry, we go and we make food, we eat it. Mm -hmm. We, you know, use Uber Eats, <laughs> right? Guilty. 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 <laughs> right? And in that same way, like a lot of us sometimes we feel like there's a void inside of us mm -hmm. and there's only like one way it can be filled yeah. Yeah. and that's when you go to God right. and that void can be looked at as that thirst yeah. that word you keep using that thirst or that hunger you know and there's only one way you're going to be filled yeah. there's only one way that door will be closed or that mm -hmm. hole will yeah. be filled and that's if you go to God right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. and you go to him as you are yeah. as that sinner as that liar mm -hmm. as that cheater adulterer you go to him as that broken person mm -hmm. and I have a verse that I've opened here in Matthew 9 verse 12 to 13 okay and it says when Jesus heard this he said healthy people don't need a doctor mm -hmm. sick people do then he added now go and learn the meaning of this, of this scripture. I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices. For I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. Amen. 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 Right, so this verse, it says it in plain words. Yeah. You don't go to a doctor mm -hmm. after you're well. Right. 
you go to a doctor when you're sick. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the doctor is the one that's gonna fix your sickness. Yeah. And that's yeah. what God. That's what God's wanting people to do. Right. Yeah. And this isn't just you know a verse that uh, was written by say like. Paul, and this is words of Jesus, of Jesus. Yeah. and so it's him, yeah. like you see himself as you are, like come to yeah. me as like, a sinner, yeah. Yeah. you know, I feel like a lot of people think, like I have to have my stuff together if I can come yeah. to God, like I have to be this, this, this big up person, you know, after everything has to be in a row, you know, it's like, in Psalm 147 verse 3, it says he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Come to God when you're brokenhearted. Come to Him when you're depressed. Come to you when you feel like your whole life's a mess. You have nobody to go to. You know everything's going wrong. Come to Him in even in those moments when you need yeah. Him more. Right? It's not when you have the job you want. You know your life's yeah. going well that you need Him. It's when you're at the bottom. Mm -hmm. It's when you feel like you know the only way for you is up. You can't go mm -hmm. any more bottom than where you are. That's the time when we need need Him most. It's not waiting until you know everything in our life is in order and then okay now I can come to God because God wants you to come as you are. God mm -hmm. wants you to come in situations where you need him. And we need to be needing him every day. Even, and let me add something too, even when everything is going well in your life, yeah. if you are healthy, if you have the job that you've prayed for, everything, because I find it that I it's when... I think you need him most. Yeah! yeah. Because, because, because yeah. Like, it's like, you could lose that job, yeah. right? Yeah. Any minute, yeah. you can't... You need goosebumps. <laughs> you, you, you know, you can't cry. No. Have a job that's like you need him, but if you have a job, you need him more. Yeah. Because you could lose that job instantly. You could lose the things that you have instantly. Yeah. So even when you feel like you have everything, oh, I'm gonna need God. When you need God more, yeah. you know, and, and that's when you need God more. But then that's also like when people tend to forget now mm. because I have everything. Yeah. You know, and now I have to God. Like, yeah. like God, I have to focus on yeah. keeping this job yeah. rather than me focusing on the person who made it possible mm -hmm. for you. It's God that's you know? gonna make you keep that job. That's what you like, know. Like that's that's what baffles my mind. And yeah. you know what? Like I'm guilty. You know of being consumed by by school yeah, or like work or whatever that I put God aside but that's the whole you know that's the whole point of this yeah. episode is that we, we're letting you know that you can always come back to him mm -hmm. like especially now before yeah. you know it's too late yeah. go back to God yeah. uh, Matthew 6 33 <sighs> says <laughs> but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness mm -hmm. and all these things will be given to you as well so if you seek, you know, your job first, if you seek your friend, if you yeah. seek your marriage first, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't allow God to um, to it's come to you, things, right? Yeah. Because you're not seeking him first, you're mm -hmm. seeking the worldly things first. But if you seek, the Bible says it. Yeah. <laughs> if you seek him and his kingdom first, everything else will come mm -hmm. to you. So, you know, why be looking in that job? Why not look to God? Mm -hmm. Because it's God who will keep you the job, yeah. right? It's not you working your hardest at work that's what that's what's going to keep you the job no it's seeking god and then coming to him in prayers and asking him god i'm coming to you first i really need this job i'm coming to you with everything and then allowing him to open up work for you allowing him yeah. to do the job mm -hmm. and i think what people i think what restricts people from coming to god is the fact that they see god as this person who commands them to do this and do that and these do's and don'ts but they don't really see the relationship aspect mm. with God. They don't really see that God is not someone who just commands you to do this, commands you to do that, and goes on with his day. But rather, God wants a different level of intimacy with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's what people don't get through their minds. Mm. And that, that's going to be a really like, <laughs> good topic to like go and yeah, yeah. yeah. 
like as a whole episode of, it, mm-hmm. of its own because like now that we're dealing with choice mm-hmm. you know a lot of people now come and say that you know have you really been given the choice yeah or has everything already been planned yes. out that, that's a whole, I mean, that's that's a whole episode. you know yeah and that's like i feel like you know people have all these things that they want to when people don't understand something, mm. they want to like attack it so much or yeah. make up excuses mm. as to why I don't want to try it. I don't want to go anywhere yeah. near it. But literally, there are so many things in this world that could hurt you. Mm-hmm. This is the one thing I can guarantee yeah. is going to help you. Yeah. I was talking mm-hmm. to someone earlier today, and at any second, thing could happen to you. Yeah. Us sitting here, something could happen. Us on our way home, on our yeah. On, on, our, on our way to work, everywhere we go, yeah. sleeping, mm-hmm. something can happen to you, you know? But we have this Bible here. Yeah. We have this information here that tells us, okay, you know, God can come back at any time, but this is what you should be doing in the meantime, yeah. right? Something could happen to you, but this is what you should be, uh, in that moment, this is the way you should be living your yeah. life, right? It's not about, you know, doing what you want to do, right? Yeah. But what the Bible, what God has told us to do. And the thing is, as when you said that, People have so many reasons why they want why they don't want to come to God. I have this verse in Second Peter mm-hmm. chapter one. It says, um, His divine power has given everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him, who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these he has given us every great and precious promise, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. And what I got from that is that God is calling us to come as we are and build a relationship with him. And I feel like through that, in a way, it's kind of saving us from the corruption of the world that we ourselves are causing by our own evil desires, Mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like people are too focused on the commands. God says this, God, God says that. But in a way, through us building a level of relationship with him, it's keeping us from the corruption of the world that Mm -hmm. our own desires, evil desires cause us, you know? Yeah. And you know what? And that's the problem with people seeing God as only this one thing. Mm. Authority. God is a parent. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so thinking of your mom and your dad, you can go to them. Yeah. As you are. Right. If you if you got arrested, though they're gonna kill you, your parents are probably gonna kill you're gonna call them because yeah. they're the only people that can build exactly. you out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, especially for Ganyan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You know? So, why not the Father? Yeah. Right? Who's gonna save you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna fill that hole in your heart? Yeah. Who's gonna heal your sickness? Mm-hmm. Because, like, oh, man, let me do this. <laughs> Back to like, like God loves like broken people. He loves mm-hmm. to carry so much baggage, mm-hmm. so much hurt. Because, in a way, if you come to him, he's the one that can save that from you. Right. He's the yeah, one that can yeah. set you free from all that baggage yeah. and all that, yeah, yeah. right? So I think that's what something yeah. people don't get. And, yeah, um, Joel um, chapter 2, verse 32 says, But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Mm-hmm. For some on Mount Zion in Jerusalem will escape, just as the Lord has said. These will be among the survivors whom the Lord has called. Wants to highlight the everyone. Mm-hmm. It didn't say some people. Yep. It didn't say half the world. It didn't yeah. say two people so that mm-hmm. everyone who calls the name of the lord so the if someone does just call on him you don't have to dress up and be fancy yeah. you don't have to you know change who you are just call mm-hmm. on the lord and you'll be saved mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. and i just wanted to go back 
to because everything we're seeing connects but i wanted to go back to the verse that i gave in matthew 9 um verse 13 the last line of it says for i have not come to call the righteous but mm -hmm. sinners and yeah. i just want us to really emphasize that part because it is so easy for you like you know for people who appear to be perfect yeah to to say you know i need god mm -hmm. you know Oh, I got everything for that. I don't need God. I have everything I already need. I need God. Right? Yeah. But, you know, those are not the people that, you know, Jesus even called. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Like, we see a lot of these pastors and we put them on this high pedestal. Yeah. They can do no wrong. But they too are sinners just like you and me because yeah. God didn't call them perfect. Yeah. God made them whole. Mm -hmm. And God empowered them yeah. to be able to stand up in front mm -hmm. of you on the pulpit every sunday and preach to you yeah right so god calls the lowliest of lows mm -hmm. and the sinners you know mm -hmm. the liars the the murderers like there's this quote i'm sure every one of us has seen that you know moses was Moses was, uh, he was a, he, oh, he a, a stutterer. Oh, yeah, right? stutterer, yeah. God made him a leader, yeah, whatever. Right. Noah was a drunk. God made him, yeah. you know? These people are people just like us. Mm -hmm. They are sinners just like us. They've made mistakes. Like, if we land Saul to Paul, come on. Come now. on, Paul. Saul to Paul. Come on now. Why would he use you? Look at, right? look at how he, he used, like, Look at how he turned Saul to Paul. Yeah. Why would he use you? You know? Saul was literally stoning Christians, and yeah. now he's Paul. Murdering like us, it's, like. it's it's crazy because people think they have to be a certain way, yeah. or God cannot use you. If you are already righteous, God can't work with you. Come on now, yeah. but the thing is, nobody is righteous, yeah. right? Yeah. Only God is yeah. righteous, and even states that in the Word too. Like that, no man is righteous, even if you're on a high pedestal, even if you're in a high yeah. position, no one yeah. is righteous. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. So basically, what we're saying is, don't do not change who you are yeah. for God. Because God knows who you are already. Mm -hmm. Changing it only that's you trying to fool yourself, but you can't fool God. It's only trying it's only you yeah. trying to fool yourself and you and you can't do that. I can even say that like you trying to fix yourself or whatever is like postponing the, the blessing right mm. that, that God could have yeah. already, you know. Yeah. Because you fixing you. yourself and not letting God fix you, that that makes you try to do things yourself yeah. in your own because way. Because he doesn't right? want to bless and use the filter you, but he wants to exactly. bless and use the unfiltered you. Oh! continue to sin find it hard to come back because mm. i feel like there's something that holds us back right. yeah and it makes us it makes it harder for us to want to come back to god right. when yeah. you know i'd rather go to that party yeah. i think it's in the same way that when you as a kid right you break glass you don't want to tell your parents you broke the glass because you know like they're gonna be upset with you right mm. because you just broke that that valuable cup that valuable glass right but i feel like Okay, I already sinned so much. Like I can't go back to God now. I can't go back after after I've done A, B, C. How can I face him? How can I go back to God and pray to him? But God's forgiving. That's the best part about him. Is that he doesn't look at your sins and hold that against you, yeah. right? He he looks at your sins, he forgives you. So you just have to come to him. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a relationship, right? It's yeah. not it's not one person, every man for themselves. Mm -hmm. It's you and God do something together. But 
God isn't gonna God isn't gonna just call you up and say, Hey, it seems like you need help. No, you have yeah. to go to him. You have to God I'm on my lowest right now. I need mm-hmm. your help. I can't do it by myself. Yeah. I've tried this and this to fix it, but you know, because I'm trying to really think it's not working. Yeah. So I'm coming to you at my lowest to say, God, forgive me. Say God, I need you, you yeah. know? And the thing is too, I read a Instagram post yesterday and I said and it said the reason why it's hard for us to come back to God, especially when we have sinned, is because when not being, you know, fed by the word and prayer every day, it's very easy for us to do whatever, but it's very hard for us to, like, be consistent. Mm. Very hard for us to be inconsistent um, with the Talk word of God. <laughs> but it's very easy for us to be consistent yeah, in the ways of the yeah, world exactly. and people's desires, you know? How many, like, I saw a post that was, um, saw a while ago, it was saying, how many people can sit through a two-hour movie? Right, but yeah. read your Bible and it's like you're struggling. <laughs> struggling. Read one minute, cry. You can't do it. <laughs> wow. But you can sit at the movie theater. Yeah. Two, three hours. Shane Bates episode was three hours. <laughs> and folks are paying a Netflix so they can watch that one. But this Bible that someone gifted you, this Bible you got from somewhere. Yeah. Use it for even five minutes. <laughs> and I've been, I'm, I've been guilty of that. Yeah, I've been guilty of not reading my Bibles when I needed to. I've been guilty literally. I watched that. And the Holy Spirit is begging on your spirit. Ooh, you're so happy. Yeah. So people are so so easy to cuss, but you're not praying. Right. It's so easy to do the things of this world, but when when the things of God come up, then you're stepping back. But you were just on the table, mm-hmm. you know, at this party. So why not have that same that yeah. same boldness for God? Mm. Okay, for me, whenever I feel like I like fall into the word of God or I've like, you know, drifted away from God, it's so hard for me to like communicate with him in that moment because I feel like he doesn't want to talk to me yes. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. It, it gets yeah. like that. Because it's like yeah. I've been doing this. Like how can yeah. I face yeah. you? Know, yeah. Like, yep. like I I know I shouldn't be doing it, but I did yeah. it. So how can I come back to knowing that I went against your word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when we need to go to him the most, yeah. right? And like I feel like that season of my life kind of showcased how it's so easy for us to be inconsistent with God, mm-hmm. and so easy for us to be consistent with the ways of our, if the ways of the world and our old self. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it was just so crazy because like. Then, like God is calling you to come as you as you are, right? Even if you've been to God and then after you know you've fallen short of the glory of God, you've drifted away from Him, and you feel like you know what I can't go back to Him because of my sins, because of my shame, because of the guilt I feel. Just know that God is longing for you, you know. And I'm even a testimony to that because every single time I've sinned, done something wrong, and I felt all the guilt and shame, and God has like you know imprinted the Holy Spirit on my heart to draw me back to Him, you know. Mm. So it's kind of like. Even after all the things you have done, God still wants you. Exactly. You know, God still is calling you. Yeah. If it's not by someone else, He'll imprint the Holy Spirit upon yeah. you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. I think that's when you know that you know, um, you're that you still want a relationship with God. Yeah. When you do something and you mm-hmm. feel guilty, that's how you know that okay, like there's still something there because someone who sinned and they feel guilty. Yeah. You know, they don't, they wouldn't care, mm-hmm. right? But if you're doing something and then you feel guilty about it, it means you still care. It means you still want the relationship. You just have yeah. to go for the relationship, mm-hmm. right? And how are we going to move from, then the question now becomes how, how are we going to move from, I feel guilt and I feel shame and mm-hmm. I feel bad. Or even like, like that. or even like, um, if, you're the fir- if it's the first time for you to come to God, like, you know. Where do I even start? Yeah. Yeah. Come to church. <laughs> That's where it can start. Honestly, that's where like I, I or or not just like the physical church with other people. Yeah, right? log on yeah. to our YouTube. We're gonna link. Yeah, yeah. Subscribe, 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 
Sunday night as well. But I'll see you in person every Sunday. And we're on YouTube if you can't make it in person. You know, but because um, this is like me too, also seeking knowledge for myself mm -hmm. um, as somebody who struggles uh, with, you know, always keeping consistent. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's, I think that's that's the big thing for Christians is consistency. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can start it, but it's keeping it's keeping on. Like, like, and, and you'll notice that too if you're, if you're not able to be disciplined and be consistent yes. in one yes. area yes. of your life, it will show yes. up in mm -hmm. the other areas of your life. I can't tell you it's guys crazy. how many times. I have started a diet and then broken it. Or I started the gym and or, yeah, I started a workout. Started a workout. I cut it. Yep. Right after a week, I was tired. Yeah. And and it seems very minuscule. It seems yes. like like it's not important. Yeah. But then next thing you know, you know, I wanted to write a novel. <laughs> Wait, like where is it? <laughs> I, I wanted to read the Bible in a year. Yeah. yeah. I like I have restarted that journey over and mm -hmm. over again. And consistency, I'm not a perfect Christian. Mm -hmm. And that's why we created this 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 podcast and God bless um Sister Madeline's heart. Sister Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And and put this idea on her heart um so that we can be our vulnerable selves and mm -hmm. talk to everybody mm -hmm. and be transparent. Yeah. Because honey, I am not Perfect, but especially very wise. Period. Very wise. Very wise. And I get that wisdom from God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but you know, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. To and I think we're all trying mm -hmm. to to reach a point where we become consistent, yeah. where we yeah. become yeah. we become whole, mm -hmm. and that's by going to God and yeah. coming to God. Yeah. You know. So I guess like even if you have fallen short of the glory of God and drifted away from God. Come as you are Come as the person that you once were when you drifted away from him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't let it's, your sin stop you from yeah. you know, calling out mm -hmm. to God because he would let they stop um stop your relationship. Yeah. Right? He would let they stop you from coming to him. Mm -hmm. So don't stop yourself. Right? Don't let your sin and your embarrassment and your shame stop you yeah. from going to heaven. That everlasting yeah. everlasting love, everlasting oh, peace. You don't let, let a lie stop you from that. Don't let that sin stop you from hearing good job, my well and faithful servant. Don't let it stop you. Don't let it stop you. Because like this time it's temporary. Everything is temporary. Right? It's this this book that is long lasting. It's the relationship with God that's long lasting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whatever whatever is in the Bible that was read here is gonna be here thirty years from now, or hundred years from now, even when we're dead. This, the world is still going to be here, right? Yeah. This is one thing that we should be using in our lives daily. And even if you don't have a relationship with God and you're longing for Him, we don't know where to start. Come as you are with your sin and all, you know? And I think the misconception people get with that is that religion versus relationship aspect type of thing, you know? I feel like a lot of people think that they need to follow this order, they need to be this way in order to come to God or whatever. But I think. Like I said before, it's more so the intimacy that God is mm -hmm. longing, that relationship that God is longing, yeah. and it's like that relationship that you have with your mother, the high, your father, this, your your son, your daughter, anyone, the highs, lows, everything. That's what God wants yeah. with you. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people think, yeah. Okay, I'm a Christian. I'm good. Yeah. It's not about being Christian. It's about mm -hmm. your relationship with Him, right? People are so, oh, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian, but mm -hmm. what's your relationship like? Because yeah. you can be a Christian and still not doing 
what the Bible says, right? Mm-hmm. But as someone, if you love somebody, right, you do things to make them happy, right? You make sure that you guys are on the same page, right? Mm-hmm. So if you love God, if you have a relationship with Him, then it allows you to st- to stick with your Bible more. It allows you to do what the Bible says more. Mm-hmm. I remember, oh, what I go? Yeah, no, I just want to say something because, like, you know, anybody can claim Christianity. Mm-hmm. Anybody can put that label to themselves. Mm-hmm. Come on now. But, like, like she said, it is the relationship yeah. that, that defines, mm-hmm. you know, you and your maker. Yeah. It's not that label because how many people have we seen call themselves Christian mm-hmm. and are leading a lifestyle that is completely like yeah. against? <laughs> yes. Yup, 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 yup. So it's, it's it's easy to call yourself a Christian. It's very easy, yeah. you know. At this point, I feel like a lot of people in the generation use the word misuse the word Christian. Mm. At this point, it's not even that. It's either you're a child of God or you're just. Someone, yeah, you're, you're just there. there. You're just there. You're just there. Yeah. Literally just yeah. there. Yeah. Like, you know, um, it's a saying that sitting in a church doesn't make you a Christian. You know, like sitting in a car doesn't, I mean, sitting in a garage doesn't make you a car, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because just because, just because, just because <laughs> <laughs> you're out of church doesn't mean, you know, I'm a Christian, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, just because you're at the church doesn't make you a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. The same way that sitting in a garage just make you a car, right? It's about your relationship with God. You know, is that is that a lighting up? Is mm-hmm. is what you do lighting up with Christian values. That's what makes you a Christian. That's what makes you have that relationship with Christ. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I feel like come as uh, with this come as you are episode, there's so many layers that we still haven't even like peeled. Covered, yeah. You know, like it's like an onion. Mm-hmm. And I think we're gonna keep peeling. Yeah, we're gonna keep yeah. going deeper yeah. and deeper into it's it. It's just episode one, guys. There's plenty coming. Plenty. Yeah. You know, and so we can revisit it because there's so many topics that yes. we can talk about. Like with somebody who has never, you know, been introduced to God yeah. at all. How do I come to God yeah. as I am mm-hmm. with somebody who's been raised up? Yeah, in, in, in a church. In a church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they still have no idea how to come right. to God. They still yeah. don't know if they should, like, you know. Right, yeah. and somebody who was raised up in a different religion. Mm-hmm. How do I now make that transition mm-hmm. and come to, yeah. to God? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, or even like, how do I? not carry the faith that my mother my father carries wow. to you but how do i create my own faith exactly you know yeah. for god you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying yeah you know so you know we're gonna come back to this episode i think yeah. Yeah. to this for topic sure. and sure. we're gonna delve deeper um but thank you guys for listening to our very first episode oh my goodness there'll be more yeah there'll be more coming um subscribe to everything that we're on so after the podcast channel um follow our social media just be on the lookout because there's more coming stay tuned god bless Bye. Bye.